If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a bunch of callers on hold, and I'm going to get to them in just a couple of minutes. But first, I wanted to introduce you to a really special gal. Her name's Michelle Orovitz, and she is a fertility specialist in Miami. And hi, Michelle. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for taking the time to join us. I was on Michelle's show, you guys, and uh, we've got it posted on our social media pages on all the Ask Julie Ryan pages, so you'll be able to link to it quickly. But, Michelle, please tell everybody about you and about your practice and about all the amazing work that you do. Um, Well, thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Well, my background actually was in architecture. I used to live in New York City, very stressed out, um, had period problems, and eventually, after not getting any solution um, from the doctors, I went to a Chinese medicine uh, practitioner, and he completely resolved my issue, and I was sold, and I was kind of like this calling that I had, and I decided um, I need to change my career, and it was just kind of like a fire awoken me to do something different and and pay forward what has really changed my life. So I went back to school eventually. Um, I went to uh, study Ayurveda in the healing arts and eventually acupuncture and decided to, um, I'm trying to make this a very short, long story, (laughs) Um, decided (laughs) to go back to school. and And I decided I was very drawn to working with women. 
um, especially for fertility challenges. And right now I have a practice, an acupuncture practice, specializing in trying to help women get pregnant. And um, it's, a, it's one of the most rewarding jobs ever, and I love it. And I have a podcast, which I ha- hosted you on, um, because I really enjoy the spiritual aspect of fertility as well. Connecting with a child, and um, I too had a reading before having my second child, and she told me that I had a reservation, and I was always intrigued by that, um, how spirits pick their parents before they're born. And we talked about that when I was on your show, about how a baby's energy looks like an orb, and it hangs out over the mom's shoulder, and it attaches to the mom's energy field before, long before it's ever conceived. And I think from talking with you too, Michelle, what I gleaned from our conversation was you're, you're part fertility specialist part psychologist, I guess, not psychiatrist, but psychologist. You really weave in the emotions and the life events and things like that into the whole equation of helping a woman get pregnant. Very much so. Um, And it's interesting. I actually had another reading with um, somebody who had said that she felt the energy of Guan Yin. And I always really connected with Guan Yin um, which is like kind of like the feminine uh, goddess of compassion, energy of compassion. I think it it's the same as Mother Mary and, um, you know, all these other motherly energies that came from different cultures. And mm-hmm. it really is, it's all about healing the whole, the whole person and the whole woman. And, and um, whether we birth through our womb or we birth through our life, it's all the same thing, just coming out in different expressions. Well, the other thing that we talked about was having a baby doesn't mean you have to birth them because babies' energy, babies that are going to be adopted, their energy hooks onto the mother's energy field before they're conceived as well, onto the birth mother's energy field and the adopted mother's energy field, which the first time I saw that, Michelle, I just was so touched. I thought, oh, my gosh, how special is that, that we not only choose our birth mothers but we choose our adopted mothers too and then at the yeah. end of life and I talk about this in my book angelic attendance it's always the mother that raised us the the if there's an adopted person who's dying it's the the mother that raised them the adopted mother who's running the show from the spirit world if the birth mother raised them then it's going to be that woman's spirit or if she's still alive it's going to be her mother's spirit or her grandmother's spirit which is really interesting I think uh and goes along with what you teach as well speaking of teaching I'm so excited you're going to be in my January angelic attendant training class I am so I am I, I am just, just I am <laughs> I you know what I'll tell you I was so it was a, it was an investment but I when okay. you read me and you described exactly where my fibroids were and what type and where and the direct I was so blown away and I told my husband who's a doctor and he's he's um he believes what I do and he he really really like accepts it but he doesn't think spiritually like I do and he also is very like scientific minded so uh-huh. he was blown away I mean I was just it was just the most amazing thing and I said you know what I got to learn from her I just have to do it, and I just, I made the investment. I was, that's it. 
<laughs> oh, well, I was delighted. That was a nice surprise when I saw the email came in that you had signed up for the January class. I, actually, Saturday is the, this Saturday is the last day of the fall class. We do four weekends in a row, four Saturdays in a row for a couple of hours on Zoom. And, and it's just such an amazing experience for everybody that goes through it. And for me as well, and everybody bonds. And the thing that I hear so much is how it's changed their lives and how much fun it is. They have no idea, even though I keep telling everybody, it's a blast. You are going to have so much fun when you do it. But we're working with spirit (laughs) and spirit is pure love and pure joy, right? So how could it be anything else? So it's almost full. That class that you're in is almost full. I think there are three spots left. So any of you listening, if you're thinking about taking the class, you can come in with Michelle and and uh, several other amazing people from around the world, and who are going to be taking the class, and it'll it'll be life changing. So I can't wait to hear how you implement it into your practice. There's several other physicians that have taken it, and it's fun to hear that how they implement what they learn and angelic attendant training into their practices. And then just people that are just regular people like housewives and engineers and judges and lawyers and nurses and, you know, really all walks of life, men and women. I mean, so it's fun. Yeah, I can't it's fun imagine to see that. after the reading that I had with you, I can't imagine it not being like transforming on some level. <laughs> Well, it is, and right out of the chute, so many people come into the class and they say, oh, I'm never going to be able to do it. And the first week, they're doing it. We, the first hour Amazing. is lecture and uh, discussion, and then the second hour is practice, and everybody practices it, and everybody can do it first week right out of the chute. So um, Can't wait. that's why I limit it to 12 people because it's real personalized. So do you draw yeah. primarily from the Miami area, Michelle, or do you work with patients from other parts of the country and out and abroad as well. Yeah, I've worked um, internationally, really, like uh, people in the in the U.S. and also the U.K. and other in Australia even. So yeah, I definitely um, it's international English speaking, of course. <laughs> right. Me too. Yeah, me too. Well, wonderful. Well, what a delight to have you on this evening. Just wanted to introduce you to all my peeps, and if anybody's needing fertility guidance or has a loved one who is michelle how can people find you um so the easiest way to find me is my name it's www.michelleorvis.com and i also love hanging out on instagram and my instagram handle is the wholesome lotus fertility right and and that's what your instagram uh handle is as well yeah so it's the wholesome lotus fertility and then um and then uh, michelleorvis.com okay terrific well thanks so much for joining us this evening and i will see you if not before online i'll see you in in january for our class and i'm I sure can. we'll speak I before can. that so <laughs> thanks so much I'm michelle so excited. okay thank me you so too. much for having me joy bye you bet take care bye-bye so like I said, you can uh, access my interview with Michelle, which is different because we were talking about getting pregnant and, and how, how emotions come into play and how we can see fibroids and other 
GYN things that are happening that are preventing a woman from conceiving and uh, how all of these different modalities go together, which I always find fascinating. You know, what I do, I believe, is an adjunct to Eastern and Western medicine as we know it. So it's just all part of the equation, the mind-body-spirit connection of uh, you go to the regular doctor and then they do what they need to do. And then maybe you go to a, a Michelle who's a fertility specialist, acupuncture person, and then you can come to me and people that are doing medical intuitive stuff. And we all work together to help you get to where you need to be if you're trying to conceive or whatever your issue is going on. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll go to the phones and Daisy's our next person up. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We are going to the phones, and our first caller is Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi, I'm in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Wonderful. calling because um, something's not right with my ears and vision and brain. In okay. 2019, I spent seven months with vertigo, and uh, the left thigh had a really loud volume. And with a lot of therapy and uh, supplements, I got over it. It went away. And mm-hmm. lately, the noise on the left side is coming back. And so is the business. And this horrible headache that I've had all day today. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, are, okay. you, are you finding that um, it differs depending on what you eat, Daisy, or where you are? Uh, no, I just that last year it was probably because I had a, a loud air conditioning and I had to raise the volume on my TV and so I got a cute ear ache and uh, the loud noise on the left side, but it was treated, uh, home therapy, vestibular therapy and medications and supplements and I got over it, but now mm-hmm. it's trying to come back. How they okay. have three episodes of dizziness and the noise is there again and the, and the headache is pretty bad today. Oh, gosh. And you've had a CT scan to check to see what's going on in your head? A couple of years ago, I had a CT scan. Everything was normal. Okay. All right. I'm going to get you on my radar, Daisy, and I'll take a look and see what's going on. For those of you that are first-time listeners, how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I turn my abilities on and off at will, and I raise my vibrational level, and I'm watching a laser beam. Daisy, come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's heading south to Ocala. To heading to hook into you. Okay, I've got you. And then I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And I'm envisioning shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. All right, it's going to the left side of your head. Is that the side that the hearing seems to be the most problematic? 
Yeah, that's where the loud noise was last year. I got over it and lately came back. I don't know if it was because I was using Lutica Zone nasal spray for two weeks. Mm, uh, okay. I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. And it didn't yeah. do any good, so I just threw it out. But now I'm stuck yeah. with the noise and the dizziness is coming back. I have happened three okay. times already in a week. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at your head from the back, and I'm in your eustachian tube to your left ear, and I'm, I've got, I'm watching this healing happen, Daisy, where there's a little teeny tiny corkscrew, and it's tunneling through your eustachian tube that looks very clogged to me. And the thing about those nasal sprays is they open you up and then they don't, they, you go back to being congested and then they open you up. And sometimes they can mess you up because they, you get it, they're addictive. And so that's why they say only use them. The only time I ever say use them is if they're flying and you've got a cold. I just and you throw it out because after two weeks of doing it every day, I, I saw no yeah. improvement. I'm doing this saving solution. Um, mm-hmm. not helping that much either. Right, right. Well, I think the nasal spray, what it's done is it's just caused inflammation. So I'm getting that calmed down in your eustachian tube. I'm looking at your eardrum as well. Do you remember having an ear infection in that ear before? Probably like uh, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Very long time ago. Okay. But not because later, no. You have a scar on your eardrum, and I'm removing the scar, and I put a little dollop of stem cell energy in there to regenerate your eardrum. Sometimes when there's a perforated eardrum and we have an ear infection, it'll leave a scar, and the scar doesn't heal right, and it has what's called a keloid on it where it's kind of raised, which doesn't sound like a big deal, except that membrane, your eardrum, it, how, what happens is it vibrates. It reverberates the sound, and then it, it transmits signals to your brain. So I, I, I do this healing a lot, and I'm healing your eardrum right now. When I say I'm, it's spirit working through me and with me. It's not me doing it alone. You know, certainly it's spirit working through me. And, and so now what I'm watching is I'm watching it get tested the eardrum itself, and I watch musical notes energy, and I watch sound waves get bounced off of your eardrum, and then I watch your eardrum get pulled in different directions because it reminds me of the membrane that's on the top of a pair of bongo drums. You know, the tone of the drum is going to be predicated on how tightly that membrane is pulled and what kind of membrane it is. So I, whenever I watch a hearing on or a, a hearing healing, uh, I always watch the ear eardrum get tested. So that's what I'm watching happen right oh, now. Okay, yeah. just got and then see if that helps. The other thing is, um, have you had been to anybody to to have them do the Epley maneuver on you? Are you familiar with that? With the vertigo, uh, when the therapist came in for the uh, at home vestibular the therapy. They tried, but my problem is my lower back is pretty bad, so I can't do it. I can't do what they what they tried to do. Okay, because they turn you on your side. You may want to look into that again and see if maybe can maybe somebody can do a modification of that. Because when I get you on my radar, I'm getting 
information because I'm seeing things, but I'm also getting information downloaded into my head, and I'm getting that you might benefit from the Epley maneuver. And for those of you that don't know what that is, that's just a maneuver where the head is moved, and there are crystals in the ear, and it gets the crystals back in place, which helps with the, the dizziness. As much as yeah, anything, they, they so. tried that, but it, it, it didn't work. The, the therapy did work eventually, and mm-hmm. I got over it. I'm giving last year, it hasn't happened again until now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would look into that again, Daisy, and hopefully mm-hmm. that'll help. Okay, thanks Thank for you. calling Thank this evening. Much. I hope you feel better. All righty. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is another Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm very happy to be talking with you. Well, I'm um, happy to talk with you, too. You where, can... where, where are you located? Uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Okay, terrific. Did you um, get snow? I saw they got snow in Minnesota. Oh, we didn't get any here yet. Oh. Might be coming Notice away. I said yet. It's raining right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if you're able to connect with their 16-year-old little snuggly Yorkie and see oh, how sure. she's doing and if there's anything that we can do for her. Yeah, what's her name, She Julie? has good days and bad days. <laughs> uh-huh. And what's her name? Missy. Missy. All right, what's going on with Missy? Well, right at the moment, she's snuggling with me, and she's fine, but there's days where she won't eat or she has digestion problems or um, things like that, and just wondering if she needs anything or she's thinking about transitioning at all soon or... Okay, all right. You sound like you're on the verge of tears or you're already in tears. With the thought of it, she sounds like she's really special to you. Yes, she is. Yeah. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'll connect to you, Julie, and then from you. By the way, I love your name. <laughs> Are you a Julianne? <laughs> Yours, too. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a middle name of Anne? Yes. Me, too. Huh. Me, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Named after my Mima. But she was Julia Ann, and I'm Julianne. So, all right, I'm going to connect Actually, I you, was Julie. after my great-grandma, who is Juliana. There you go. See, great minds yes. think alike. Our mothers probably were yes. buds. Okay, so here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Wisconsin. Got you shooting from you to Missy. All right, Missy. Missy is not dying at the moment. Her spirit's in her body, so that's good. Uh, she. Let's talk to her. Missy, are you, is there anything that Julie can do for you? More treats. I hear that a lot. <laughs> More treats, please. Oh, I hear that from little children, and I hear that from dogs, which is hilarious. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, does your stomach hurt? 
Do you feed her? Um, she's telling me that she doesn't do well with milk products or eggs. Are, are there, is there any kind of dairy in her food that you're giving her? Actually, she's been kind of on the thick diet, like for dogs, um, uh-huh. either boiled turkey or boiled chicken and rice and uh, cottage cheese. Okay. Well, she's telling me she doesn't do dairy well. So you may want to okay. omit the cottage cheese and see what happens on that. Okay. Just just play with it and try it. So, Missy, are you going to stick around for a while? She said, oh, yes. <laughs> like that, like... Well, of course I am. Oh yes, she's very she's very uh, proper, isn't she? She's like a little princess. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon, Julie. I mean, and she's not in pain or anything. I'm not getting that. No, she's just saying that the, that dairy and eggs don't agree with her tummy. Okay, I'll let the family know that. Um, I was going to ask you, this might help your listeners, too. Um, I'm thinking about your class, but I'm really vibing on a scale in depression, really at the bottom. And I'm wondering, would a person like that be able to do your class? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Because my class is mainly yeah. about the transfer of energy from me to my students. I mean, we talk about some techniques and stuff, but I, I'm a believer that people's Everybody's born with the ability, Julie. It's just a matter of right. in, of developing it and, enha- and enhancing it. And so it's about the 90% is the transfer of energy. The other 10% is techniques and stuff like that. And it's just a place to start. So, um, yeah, absolutely, because you're going to be buzzing at the end of every class. The energy wow. vibe is so high. And so, yes, Absolutely. Good. I hope that helps your listeners too. Yeah, too. <laughs> well, thanks up. for calling. <laughs> Thank thanks you so much, calling. Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Love you. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Joan next. Hi, Joan. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Um, that doesn't sound very convincing. Feeling pretty isolated with COVID. I bet. Where are you located? Um, California. Okay, what part? San Luis Obispo. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Terrific. You know, you know me. Um, yeah. yeah. The reason I called is um, I'll just get right to the point. I have some okay. mild to moderate cataracts, and um, mm-hmm. I can drive at night, but I get you know, the halos from everything, from headlights, traffic mm-hmm. signals, um, you know, pretty much any kind of lighting at night. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's anything you can do to help me with that. Um, the eye doctor said that, you know, it would probably be 20 years before I would need um, surgery. But in the meantime, it's just, it makes it kind of challenging with the night driving. Mm-hmm. Yep, I work on cataracts all the time, and I've been in a bazillion of those procedures back in the day when I was in the hospital supply industry, Joan. Are we on speaker by any chance? Do you have me on speakerphone? Uh, you know what? Um, shoot, okay, I'm, I'm driving, so I'm going to have to um, switch back. 
Okay, because uh, I'm just getting feedback. Because okay, switch. Yeah. Well, you're switching. I'll just mute you, and then we'll I'll come back. So I do the um, cataract healing all the time on people, and I was in many of those surgeries back in the day. So what happens is the lens gets removed, and then there's a new lens that gets put in, and it reminds me of a clear contact lens. So that just happened on the right side of your eye, Joan. And then there's one little stitch on the right side of the eye, uh, right side of your eyeball, and uh, and then we're going to do the same thing on the left side. So I'm removing the lens, putting a new one in, one little stitch on the left side of your eyeball. Let's see if you've switched over. Let me unmute you. Okay, you back? Yes. Okay, good. So I've put new lenses in both eyes. What I'm doing is I'm looking from the back of your head out through your eyes, and I'm watching them get adjusted. The thing that's so funny about these eye energetic eye healings that I've been seeing for the past two or three months, Joan, is they're being the eyes are being healed so that there's monovision. Spirit is making one eye good for distance and one for close up. And a lot of ophthalmologists are doing that these days, which I think is hilarious that I'm watching these healings and they're automatically being hooked for for monovision. So your right eye is been adjusted for distance, your left eye's been adjusted for close-up. So if that feels kind of weird to you, you'll know what's going on with that. So hopefully that'll help. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if I, you know, notice a difference. Uh, that okay. would be that would be great, you know. Yeah. I, I really appreciate, I appreciate you, you working on it. You bet. Remember, healings happen on the energetic level, and they'll integrate into your body. And that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care, like cataract surgery, or it may um, just do it on its own. So just pay attention to how you're feeling and how your vision is. And you may want to check with another ophthalmologist, too, because different, different surgeons have different philosophies about fixing cataracts. So keep that in the back of your mind as well. Okay, great. Okay, okay take you. care. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Okay. All right, let's go to Melissa next. Hi, Melissa. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Terrific. Where are you located? Um. Well, I actually live in Fort Worth, but we're on our way from Ohio back to Texas, so I'm about 13 miles outside of Louisville. Oh, terrific. Well, good. Where were you in Ohio? We were in Warren. Yeah, I know Warren. I had some, uh, when I was growing up in Columbus, some of my parents' best friends lived in Warren, so I know it well. Spent a lot of time up there as a kid. Yes, it's very nice and pretty up there. Terrific. Yeah, the, the leaves are gorgeous right now, aren't they? I was in Columbus last week for a funeral, and uh, flying oh. in, the colors were just fabulous. Yes, they were. They Terrific. were this weekend well, you, as well. You got a question for me? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, both of my parents have passed away, and I was uh-huh. just wanting to know if they are okay with the decisions that I've made as concerning their estate. Okay, tell me their their first names, your mom's and your dad's. 
Um, my mom's name was Noma Jean, and my dad was Jesse. Noma, N-O-M-A? Yes. Noma Jean. So Norma without the R, right? And no. what was your dad, Jesse? Jesse, yes. Jesse, okay. All right. They're both right next to you. Your mom's next to you on your right. Your dad's next to her. Their spirits. Our head are like big. Our heads are like big satellite dishes, Melissa, and they receive and they transmit frequencies. And every spirit has their own frequency that they keep throughout all their lifetimes. So in order to have them show up, you just have to think of them. And I'm going to hold you over to the break. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Before the break, we were talking with Melissa, whose parents have passed, and and she's handling their their estate and you wanted to know if they're happy with how you're you're doing it. It's a big job, isn't it, Melissa? Yes, ma'am, it is. Yeah, I think no, most people have no idea until they get knee-deep in it how much work it is. Did you sell a house of theirs, or are you in the process selling their home? No, I did sell their home. Okay. All right. Do they have another home that you're selling? No. Okay, because they're t- your dad said something about the title of the house. There's something with the title of the house and for you to pay attention to it. Maybe he's talking about your house. But there's something, he said it three times. I was talking to him while we were on the break. And uh, he said there's some something that is off with the title. So perhaps it's your okay. house. Or perhaps it's a house that you're getting ready to buy. Hmm. I don't know. So just put that in your bonnet. <laughs> put that bee in your bonnet okay. for maybe a later date. <laughs> but uh, they spirits don't care about that kind of stuff. You know, that's all human stuff. So we say, okay, we're doing it to make them happy. They're happy regardless. They don't care because it doesn't have any effect on them, on their existence. It's all It's all part of the human equation. Did you have another specific question for them? Um. No, not for them, but I do have one little question if you have a moment. Okay. Um, I was wondering if you could look at my dog, Gracie, and make sure that her health is good. Yeah, what kind of dog is Gracie? She is a a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, two Yorkies in a row. How's that? How about that? (laughs) Okay. So Gracie's a girl, I'm assuming. Is that right? Yes, she is. Okay. All right. So let me, is she with you in the car? No, she's at home with, with my husband. In Texas? Yes, in Fort Worth. Okay, all right. So how old is Gracie? She's six. She, she looks fine to me. Is there anything in particular that you want me to check on her? Well, the doctor said that she keeps gaining weight and they keep telling me that something could be wrong with her. I don't know if it's just because she likes to eat or if there's something wrong with her. <laughs> Before you said that, that's what came in my head. She just likes to eat. So just okay. limit, limit what she's eating. No, she looks great. She looks great. So. Okay. All righty. Have a safe trip. Thanks for calling. 
Thank you. And I wanted you to know that your book changed my life. Thank you so much. Oh, after your parents died? Yes. Yeah, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for mentioning that. Would you leave an Amazon review for me on it? That would mean yes. the world to me. Yes, I will. It helps. It helps others find the information because usually when people are searching for that, they either have somebody who's dying or they've just lost somebody. And anybody listening, if you've read Angelica Tenants, please leave an Amazon review because it helps others find the information. So, thank you, you sweet girl. You be safe going home. Oh, I will. Thank you so much. Okay, you bet. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Kathy next. Hi, Kathy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Well, not very well, and that's why I'm calling, but it's so good to talk to you. Well, thanks. Where are you located? Charlestown, Indiana. Okay. All right. What's going on? Well, that's why I asked for a full body scan. I've just, this year, it seems like I am just losing my life force. Every morning when I wake up, I'm more weak than the morning before. I just have no strength. I am so tired and so depressed, I guess. I just have pain in my foot and in my hip and in my shoulders, so I'm physically and mentally just Mm. running out of life. Yeah, pain, pain can do that to you. It, it, it just, it does. It's just like it drains the energy out of you. Are you, um, have you been dealing with this for a while? Or were you in an accident? What, is there something that, that precipitated no. this all of a sudden or just kind of come on over time? It has come on over time. Uh, okay. Actually, I, it really began July of 2019. And it's, but this year it has just intensified to where I'm getting pretty upset about it. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you on my radar and let me get you on, get get you in my head and let's see what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from sweet home Alabama, as I like to say, and uh, heading up to you in Indiana in the Hoosier state. So I've got you. I'm shooting energy. From your feet, so you got a lot of inflammation, girl. Are you are you a diabetic by any chance? No. A type two diabetic? No. no? Not okay. No, not at all. Right. all. Okay. Um, getting inflammation looks like red fog on body parts, Kathy. And what came into my head was insulin resistance. So two things. I'm getting the inflammation calmed down. Two things. I'm, I want you to... Do you have a pen? Yes. Okay. Write down my email, julietaskjulieryan.com, and if you email me, I'm going to send you a link to get the gut biome test. You may have heard me talk about it. And yes, let's, see what, let's see what the best foods are for you to eat. That's number one. And number two, I want you to order this book or, or get it sent to you, and it's called... Why We Get Sick by Benjamin Bittman, B-I-T-M-A-N, Ph.D. And I think it's going to give you a lot of information there. I'm getting it has to do with your gut being out of whack, and it's what you're eating is causing the inflammation, and you can fix it. Okay. 
Uh, I know that sounds really simplistic, but it it really, that's where our immune system's based, is in our gut, Kathy. And when we get our gut healthy, this other stuff goes away. So that's what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm getting information. And my information download is what I'm getting. This has to do with, with inflammation being caused by your gut, which is being caused by your diet. And it's more on the order of death than diabetes? Well, that's why I want you to read why we get sick. Because in that book, he talks about high insulin and being insulin resistant. And so that's why I asked if you'd been diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic. That's what was coming in when I got you on my radar. So I think that book's going to be really informative for you, why we get sick. And it'll give you a a lot of information. I learned a lot reading it. Okay. I will order that book straight away. Okay, girl. Well, hopefully that will help you feel better and then try and get some sunshine as much as you can and um, email me and I'll send you that link to the gut biome test. Anybody else that wants it, email me. Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more callers. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. We're going to go back to the phone now, and our next caller is Miss Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're located. Hi, I am calling from just north of Minneapolis, and uh, I have a quick question about one of my kittens. I just adopted two uh, little kittens last week, and I'm so in love with them. Uh, The Mm -hmm. one that I'd like to (laughs) – yeah, I love them. The one that I would like to ask about is Felix, the boy. Uh, He, Both of them are very – uh, yes, <laughs> the little the little girl is Luna and the little boy is Felix, um, and they're both very active and playful. They're eating well. Um, I switched their diets because they're they were on some. They're just they needed a diet change. So we got through that. And I've just noticed about him, he's got, when he uh, breathes, it sounds like, I don't know if he has a little congestion or if he has a cold or is he an allergy, but it just sounds like, and he's going to see the vet on Tuesday, but I was wondering if you could tune into Felix and just see what that breathing thing is all about. If it's anything I need to, you know, do something about, or if it'll just kind of go on its own. So they haven't seen the vet yet. This will be their first trip to the vet. Um, they have received. Uh, they were um, fostered, so they've received a lot of vet, their shots and all that kind of stuff. And I'm actually bringing them back in on Tuesday for another shot that they have to get. Uh, so that he'll they'll be looked at then and evaluated. But um, I was just wondering if you could tune into him and and see what you get for that with the breathing. His 
his lungs are a little congested, Lisa, but the thing I got for Felix that came up first, you know how this works. The energy always goes where it's most needed. First, it went to his little bottom. I think he has worms. So okay. I'm getting those removed from his gut. Right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm like, okay, you want me to look at his lungs, but it's going to his rear end. This little thing <laughs> Because there's, he's, I'm getting that he's got worms. So I'm eradicating them. How about that? We're on a seek and destroy mission for worms. With him. <laughs> if he's got them, then Luna's probably got them too. So I'm just going to get her on my radar and do this too. Thank you. I love their names. I talked to a client on a private consult this morning and she had two cats and their names were Ava and Jaja Gabor. I left <laughs> with that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that was, that was her, her cat's name. And she, and she didn't call him Ava and Joshua. She'd say Ava Kapoor and Joshua Kapoor. <laughs> so those of you that, that are too young to know who the Kapoor sisters are, Google them. They were Hungarian movie stars that were very glamorous and they were known for marrying lots of wealthy men and having lots of diamonds. Right, Lisa? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm deworming both of them. His lungs are a little congested. And um, so I'm just sucking him out. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, okay. he's really easy. I think it's more um, hay fever kind of stuff than anything. Okay. You know, um, it's in the air. I'm not surprised when you went straight to his backside because the when we first picked them up a week ago and we drove them home. The gas in the car was awful. I mean, we it smelled so bad. The first couple of days and we switched over their diet and they've had a couple little, it just, so I'm not surprised by the worm thing. Do you feel like I need to get something? Um, you did the healing for them. Do you feel like I need to get something from the store to supplement until they see the vet? Would that be a good thing? Nah, or? nah. they'll be fine. Okay. Listen, okay. Like animals that have survived with worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll be fine. Oh, thank you, Julie. Don't be alarmed if you see, I mean, it's it's really something to see that coming out of an animal. You're going to like, holy Moses. <laughs> yeah, so don't be surprised if that comes out. So oh. I enjoy them. They look darling. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your night. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All righty, let's go to Tracy next. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Julie. How are you this evening? I'm well. How are you? Good. Thank you for your continued support for all of us to be here tonight and skipping out on the debate. So thank you. Thank Thank goodness for uh, DVRs, huh? Absolutely. I am I am taping it too, so I'm gonna go watch it afterwards. Yeah. Please tell everybody where you're calling. I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, terrific. You got a question for me? Yes. Um, you've scanned myself and my daughter, Tegan, um, a couple mm-hmm. weeks back and confirmed that we had mold, and I wanted to know how our mold is coming along. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you also tweaked. Did we move? Did you yes. move or you were thinking about moving? Yes. We moved. Yep. I'm actually sitting at the old house this evening trying to um, finish up a couple small projects. So, Okay. That's what I was remembering. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you just want me to scan both of you and see how the mold is doing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He and is still having 
um, problems. She has a concussion as well, but we think that the mold is primary to the concussion, which is still holding on. She, um, you had done some um, energetic healing and took some issues out of her brain. She was doing okay, and then last week she had a setback, and she just continues to be very fatigued, and I just can't figure it out. Okay. Did you look up uh, Dr. Andrew Heyman, H-E-Y-M-A-N? Yes, I did, and we're going to see if we can find somebody local that does what he does. And um, I'm working through Duke for that, and I'm just waiting for her neurologist to call me back to get. He had a functional medicine for those of you listening that have mold issues in your home and and therefore medical issues. He's head of functional medicine at George Washington, Tracy. So you may want to call up to his office and see if they can recommend a colleague. Okay. I would do that in a heartbeat because he's one of the most knowledgeable doctors I've ever heard on mold. He had it figured out. And so any of you, if you want to look him up, it's Andrew Heyman, H-E-Y-M-A-N, M.D., and he's at George Washington University. So I hadn't thought of calling him to get a referral for here, so thank you for that extra step. Yeah, that works really pretty well. I I find that they're very eager to recommend their colleagues uh, who, and that's the best way to find somebody who's doing the stuff that he's doing. Because who knows? He may have a student that's down there that he educated. So, all right. Let me get you on my radar and see what's going on. I'm going to do you first, and then I'll go to Tegan from you. And, of course, you're sitting in the house with mold in it, right, that you sold. That you're (laughs) Well, no, we we Uh hopefully eradicated it. We uh, pulled out all the flooring, put new flooring, um, painted all the walls. We even... um, one as far as changing out the HVAC system, um, all the duct work is brand new, and um, we even encapsulated the crawl space, so we did everything possible. We tore out the insulation in the attic, put new insulation in, new new, new this, that, and the other thing, new brand new um, bathrooms, so we did what we could wow. because we're not into passing on our, our you know, anything along to the next person. So Your medical conditions. Yeah. 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 You're better girl. You're looking better. You still got some in you, but it's, it's way better, way better. I think you being out of there is, was the smartest move that you ever made. Okay. And then you did all that remediation after you left, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. You're looking better. All right. Let me get Tegan. You still got some, but it's, it's better. Than it was. All right, let me get let me get to that baby girl of yours. All right, got her. Tegan, is it okay? She's having massive headaches, right? You said she had a concussion. Yes, she, she is. She's having massive headaches. All right. Yes, she is every day, all day. Yeah, let me get them all. Had to drop out of school and yeah, her better. Yeah. All right. So the Amen Clinics. For the concussions, I know we've talked about that in the past, most likely, but A-M-E-N, like amen at the end of a prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amenclinics.com. Get her in to be seen by one of them. They're going to be able to help her with the concussion. Lots of omega-3s. I mean, massive doses of omega-3s. The other thing I would do too, Tracy, is 
Google Bulletproof on Bulletproof.com and look at concussion protocol. And it's step by step of what to do to help heal the concussion. But I I would get her into Amen Clinics and let one of their doctors run a spec scan on her. And it'll Mm -hmm. show what parts of the brain light up. And which I one? did. I had a QEEG, which is similar to the SPEC scan, and it did show um, kind of over one of her eyes and then directly behind that area in the back of her oh. head, which is the jolting from the um, the car accident. But yeah. because she has, this has been four years now, um, she continues with the headaches. Um, some of the other people that she they were seeing saying, well, maybe it's something else. So then we went over to Duke. She did blood work. It came back. No, she doesn't have Lyme. And I said, okay, well, what about mold? And he goes, well, I don't do mold. That's a, that's a, um, allergist. Yeah. They don't know what to do with that. That's why I want you to call Dr. Heyman's office and see if they can recommend somebody. That's going on there. In the meantime, uh, I'm just looking in her head for any more scar tissue that's going on. I can tell her head's killing her. Just when I got you, I'm like, I got her on my radar. Um, God bless her. Okay, so I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy, and we'll get that calmed down, hopefully give her some relief. Thanks for calling, Tracy. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We've got a bunch of callers on hold still, and I'll get back to them in just a couple of minutes. Just wanted to remind you, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620. And you can download the show anywhere. You download podcasts. We're on a whole ton of networks. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. So Alexa, just say, hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan show. And she will play my voice. You will hear me coming out of your little disc thing, sitting on your desk or your kitchen counter or wherever it is. So this information is also available in the show notes. When you download the show, please subscribe. And so you don't miss this show. And please leave a review, too, because that helps other people find it. And it's also available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com. I will always post the day of this show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm at AskJulieRyan. And I'll say, okay, remember, we're doing a show tonight. And here are all the call-in numbers. If we're not doing a show, which is just a handful of times a year, usually I'm out of town or something's going on with that. Uh, I'll post that too. No live show tonight. So just check Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and you'll find it's kind of like our secret message place where we can get information shared. Also, while you're on my website at AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online, and then I answer it 
And in the email, it always says, remember, call in for the show. Tomorrow night has all the call-in information. While you're on my website, you can also schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. And we can talk about as many things as you want within that hour. So like on the show, you know, we do some medical stuff. We do some cat with worms coming out of their butt stuff. We do some dog stuff, whatever. And uh, we can talk to deceased loved ones. We can talk, we can do past life stuff. It's really fun. And we have so much fun when we get a whole hour together. And so you can schedule an appointment there. Don't be discouraged. If you see that I'm booked up for a couple of months, just go ahead and get on my calendar. And then when you get your confirmation email, it will have a little button at the bottom and it'll say reschedule. And then you'll be able to click on that periodically and people reschedule all the time. So you'll be able to see what earlier appointments have become available. And that's where you can sign up for my training, the angelic attendant training. Again, I only have three spots left for January. I teach it once a quarter and the next class will be in February of 21, 2021. That sounds so futuristic, doesn't it? This week, The question came in from Tracy, and Tracy lives in Boston, Massachusetts, and she said, Hi, Julie. I heard you on the Psychic Story podcast. I work in the medical field in the neonatal intensive care unit, which is the abbreviation is NICU, N-I-C-U, with premature babies, and I have been having a difficult time taking on other people's energy in the hospital. It's been very hard for me lately, and I was wondering if you have any insights that can help me do my work. Thanks, Tracy. And here's my response. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for your dedication in caring for some of the most vulnerable babies on the planet. I'm familiar with the work you and your colleagues do in the NICU because I was involved with the design of the first meconium aspirator back in the 1980s. That's a little disposable suction device that they use to suction out babies' lungs. It's called a meconium aspirator. I went on to say because of its specialized environment, being in the NICU is bound to be overwhelmingly stressful and at the same time affords you the opportunity to learn something new each day and most importantly, save lives. Having said all that, here are a few suggestions that might help. Number one, be sure to ground yourself. The electrical devices being used in the NICU emit a lot of electromagnetic fields, also known as EMFs, that can affect your body and your mental health. Also, also, grounding products are available. Something as simple as standing barefoot in the grass on cement or sand for about five minutes will ground your body. By the way, since you live in Boston, you might want to stand on a cement basement floor in the winter. It's heated because it may be a little cool to stand outside on cement in the middle of the winter. Number two, disconnect when you leave work. When we interact with another person, our spirit connects with theirs through energetic cords called bioplasmic streamers. You may have heard someone talk about cutting the cord. That's where the saying originated. It's important to remove the energetic cords from your patients and their families when you're done with your shift. To do that, just imagine pulling a thin cord from your solar plexus. Once it's removed from your body, it'll disintegrate and you won't be energetically connected any longer. You'll find this technique will help you feel more energetic. Read my book. Number three, read my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. In it, you'll learn how everyone, even preemies, is surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones as we're dying. 
since you've undoubtedly cared for a baby who didn't make it, this knowledge will help you perceive the infant's passing from a perspective that will add a glorious component to a heart-wrenching situation. This will, in turn, help you care for your patient and their family when the unthinkable occurs. I hope you find these tips useful. Thanks again for the work you do. You are an earth angel. And boy, anybody working with preemies, if any of you have had any experience with having a child of your own or maybe a grandchild or or a friend's child uh, in the NICU. These guys are just saints. And it is so stressful, you can imagine, just round-the-clock care. And uh, I just can't say enough things about that. By the way, all of these things that I talked about, they're on my site, AskJulieRyan.com. They're under the blog. And if you want to know more information, go read the blog because I have lots of links there that will um, connect you to things that I'm talking about. And you'll be able to reach the information that way. So thanks, Tracy from Boston. I appreciate your question and best of luck to you in your career. All right. We've just got a minute before break, but let's go ahead and go back to the phones for a second. Hi, Michelle. Michelle's our next caller. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you, Julie? Hi. How are you? I'm good. Let me take you off the speaker. Okay. okay. Can you hear me? I can. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. I am calling from uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. All right. There's my music. I'm going to hold you over on the break. And okay. when we come back... We will be talking with Miss Michelle. So stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Right as we were going to break, we were talking with Michelle from Louisiana. Did I say it right, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how my husband, who's a southerner, says it. I say Louisiana, but he says Louisiana, which sounds yeah. very, very much more southern to me. So, anyways, well, welcome. Do you have a question Thank for me? You. I do. It's just a quick one. Um, yes, I ma'am. Know the name of my guardian angel. Isn't that the one that's with you for your entire life? Yeah. Yeah, I get Bartholomew is what came in as soon as you asked the question. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Now, remember, Michelle, angels are spirits and spirits don't have a gender. We equate a name with a gender. And sometimes guardian angel names are hilarious. They're like dead languages or a language from a different reality. And they'll give me a name that has... 17 consonants and no vowels in it. And I'll say, well, how am I supposed to pronounce that? <laughs> and I'll say, can I have an American English nickname? And it'll be like Max or Sam or Ann well, or something like that. At least I got one I can pronounce. So that's good. Bartholomew. Yeah, I would look up Bartholomew. Um, angel Bartholomew. There's probably an angel, you know, that you can learn some stuff about with Bartholomew, but yeah, they're with us, the same guardian angels with us in all of our lifetimes. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they're they're involved, obviously, when we're dying, too, but where I see them I'll, every time is when somebody's having surgery, and they hang out above the head of anesthesia, 
which is Orion. So the guardian angel is always there watching over the patient that's having surgery. So whether whether back in the day when I was in the operating room, you know, business or whether I was just scanning somebody even today when I scan people. Yeah, there are guardian angels right there. So Bartholomew. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'll let you go. I know you have some colors, but thank you for answering my question. You bet. Thanks, Michelle, for calling tonight. Bye. Let's go to Ann next. Hi, Ann. Hi, Julie. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Thanks for your patience. Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot. So, uh, gosh, it's been a while since I talked to you. I've only spoken to you once, and you really helped me a lot. So uh, that's why I'm calling you back. Um, Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Southern California and near Big Bear Mountains. Okay. Terrific. Are you okay with the the fires? Are the fires all gone now? They are, but, you know, I think the air is still kind of funky in Southern Cal. I think it lingers for a while. Uh-huh. Or it gets sucked yeah. into the mountain ranges is what happens. Right, probably so, yes. Um, so, Julie, why I'm calling you today um, for two things. One, I got diagnosed about three months ago with uh, some clogged arteries, and, you know, I was warned that if I don't... Uh, you know, get on a strict diet, all that stuff, you know, they'd have to do something further. So I did, and I actually, in three weeks, lowered my LDL by 52 points. So I think I'm on the right track. Yeah, so I just did like a Mediterranean-type diet. Uh, Anyway, and but the thing that's really bothering me right now is I'm getting like dizziness, like a lot of pressure in the front of my head. And it's almost like a tick, not like a pain in my ears, but almost like a tickling sensation. And at this point, next week, I'll probably see an ENT. And I feel always like I'm clogged up. Like even when I'm talking now, I feel raspy. Uh, what, what are you picking up there? All right. Let me get you on my radar. Uh, can I look at your arteries too? Can I look at your vascular? Yeah. Oh, please do. All right, because I roto-rooter those babies all the time. Let me just clear them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, here comes my laser beam. Got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. It's going to your left carotid artery in your neck is where mm-hmm. it went first. So imagine a little tiny corkscrew inside that artery, and and it's spinning very fast, and it's tunneling through any kind of buildup that you've got in there, and it just morselates it. It pulverizes it, and then we'll irrigate it out. Okay, that, that's really important, those carotid arteries, because of the blood supply to the brain. Yeah. All right, so going on the right side, too. The left side's worse than the right side. Mm-hmm. True. Okay, coming down your abdominal uh, aorta, coming down the middle of you. And rotoring that a little bit. A plaque, I've seen it actually in surgery, and it sometimes it can look like lard, kind of a whitish wow. color, sometimes kind of a grayish color, and sometimes it looks like calamari. You know, the the rings yeah. of calamari before they deep fry them. A lot of people oh, like yeah. that as an appetizer. Yours looks like calamari. It's smooth yeah. and, and um, white. 
So I'm getting that removed. And you know, um, cholesterol and that buildup in the arteries is from inflammation. It's not from food necessarily causing it. It's from inflammation from your gut that causes it. I'm going to have to agree with you, Julie, because I think when we first met, I was telling you I also have rheumatoid arthritis. So Yeah. 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 So, and so much of that is all controlled in the gut. And you are a walking example of that, that you got your cholesterol level down by just changing your diet. And people think, okay, I eat bacon and that fat goes to my artery. No, what happens is if you're eating something that's inflammatory, it's usually something that's processed. It causes inflammation in the gut. And that's what causes the buildup in the vascular system. So, again, that book, Why We Get Sick, is one of the best ones I've read. I just read it recently, and, boy, it is succinct. So get a copy of it, Anne. What's it called? It's called Why We Get Sick. Oh, God. A a Ph.D. named Benjamin Bickman, and he talks about that most of the things that are wrong with us are because we're insulin-resistant. And that the medical world is always checking glucose levels, and what they need to be checking is insulin levels. He says 80% of the population is insulin resistant, so read the book. It will be really really informative, so I'm clearing that out. Okay. All right. I'm in your femoral arteries and your legs. I'm just rotor-rooter in the whole system. Okay. Irrigating it. I'm pouring stem cell energy into your arteries just to regenerate them a little bit. We're giving you a little tune-up. Like when you go in for to Jiffy Lube, you know, to get your oil changed, oh. <laughs> give me a little bit of a suit up. So got that. All right. So dizziness, pressure in your head. Let's see what's going on with that. Uh, do you feel like it's an ear thing? Well, you know, it's weird. I'm feeling, and as I talk to my homeopathic person and all that, we're leaning towards allergies, but. If it's allergies, I've never had them that bad where, I mean, the dizziness sometimes and the headache will come on so strong that I'll feel a little bit of nausea. Uh, Is it a sinus headache, Ian? Like it's in the front of your head or your sinus? Yeah, most of it it is the front, but then sometimes I'll get it in the base of my skull at the back Mm -hmm. as well. Sinus headaches. I think it's from all the debris in the air, from all the fires and mess. And you guys have had really hot temperatures too, so that air has been yeah. stagnating. Uh, yeah. I am rotor rootering your eustachian tube like I did before with an earlier caller. So again, a corkscrew in there just going through. Your left ear is where the energy went first. So I'm in there fixing that. I'm not seeing any tears in your, in your, um, eardrum I just I think this is sinus pressure okay I think it's from the air being so crummy let me give you a trick that works really well there are these little pressure points behind your eyes if you go up on where your eyes are on the bridge of your nose if you go in there depending on how how long your nails are my I have nails so I'll use my knuckle there's a little like a little bead it feels like a little pee You'll know when you get on it because it hurts like the dickens. But if you press on those, use your knuckle or use your finger and just hold it as long as you can stand it. It's going to relieve that pressure in your sinuses. It's amazing how well it works. And what, what part of the eyes? Is it on above or below? So by the eye? go in, you know, where your tear duct is, where your eyelids meet. 
Okay. So on your upper eyelid, go in, go on the bridge of the nose and go into oh. the eye socket with like your knuckle. Oh, Just kind of feel around. You'll know when you hit it because it'll hurt if you have sinus yeah, I congestion. I got it. Yep. Did you find it? Yeah. I got it. Press yeah. on that thing and okay. do it on both eyes and you're going to be amazed at how it relieves yeah. the pressure. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, Julie, I just wanted to make sure that the head thing wasn't with, uh, had anything to do with heart disease or anything like that. I just nah. want to eliminate nah. that. Nah, nah. I think it's sinus related. And, okay. uh, and I think that it has to do, like I said, with all the debris in the air, right. you guys have really gotten socked this summer. Yeah. My son lives out there. So I, I hear about it all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So are you up on the right track? Okay. You're up at your house near Big Bear now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. And uh, so that's good because the trees are going to help purify the air and all of that. And you're you're up a little higher. Uh, You know, back in the day when all that smog would just suck up against the San Gabriel Mountains and it was just, just looked like a soup. But that's a lot better. I think right. the fires have just been a problem. And then, and then, like I mentioned, the hot temperatures, they're keeping the That's air. That's true. You know, it's weird, Julie. Just one more quick thing. I don't want to keep you, but you know, we have other people waiting. I was down visiting my friend Sharon in Topanga. For and a I'm going to have to hold you over for the break because we need to take a quick break. But we'll be right back, and then I'll, I'll come back to you. So hang with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We were talking with Ann in Southern California at the break. Ann, you had another quick thing you wanted to mention? Yeah, I just wanted to mention, Julie, and I wanted your thoughts on it. Uh, I was visiting my friend Sharon, who you know, in Topanga for a couple of days, and I didn't feel any headache, dizziness, head pressure. I felt pretty clear, but as I came back up the mountain, wow, it just hit me pretty hard. So I'm just wondering if you still think it's just that we had really bad air up here or what your thoughts are on that? I do, because Sharon lives near the beach. So yes, your does. Your air is not as clean as hers. So that's, I right. believe that's what's going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I hope you feel better. Thank Take you so care. much, Julie. You bet. Bye-bye. Let's go to Meg next. Hi, Meg. Hi, Meg. Are you on mute? Can you unmute yourself? Hello, hello. Okay, well, am I hearing you? Okay, let's go to, I have somebody from 612 area code. It says ML. Hi, this is Julie. What's your name? Hi, Julie. It's Mercedes. Hi, Mercedes. How are you? Great. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Thanks for your patience. Please tell us where you're calling from. Just south of Minneapolis. Gosh, we got a bunch of Minneapolis colors tonight. Did you guys get snow? Am I hearing that correctly? Because I have a girlfriend who lives up there, and I was talking to her earlier in the week on my morning walk, and she said, we're supposed to get six to eight inches of snow this afternoon. And I said, get out now. I'm on my walk with my shorts and my tank top on. Get out now and fly down here, and you can hide out at my house. It's true. Six to eight inches we definitely have. Oh, my gosh. I bet it's beautiful, but keep that stuff up there. Right. 
<laughs> That's a little early, isn't it, for that much snow for you guys? Yes, I'd say about a month early. Yeah, you're probably going to want to come visit me about February or so after you've had a lot of that, right? Sounds great. Okay, well, good. Well, do you have a question for me? I do. Um, I'm actually looking for some healing in my feet. I have some overuse injuries that are kind of holding me back. Oh, no. Overuse just because you're on your feet all day at work? Um, I'm a fitness instructor and I'm pretty active. And so I think running all summer really enhanced it. Um, Excuse me. So what, what's going on? Do you have plantar fasciitis or? No, there's, it's a structural issue. Um, it feels like there's a pea pod on the ball of my foot when I walk and it seems to just continue to get worse, even though I've been trying not to use it as much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let me get you on my radar, Mercedes, and then we'll see, see what's going on. Okay. Here comes my laser beam from Alabama heading up to you in Minneapolis. All right. Got you. And then I'm shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head and it's going to your right foot first. Absolutely. So is it, is it below your second toe, kind of in that area between, like, in from your big toe? But it, it looks like a Morton's neuroma to me, okay. which is, is kind of like a little, um, it's like you're walking on a rock. Then I feel like, like there's a rock mm-hmm. inside your foot. Yeah, I've had it. And um, so I'm moving. Yeah, I've had it before. And it's painful. Ooh. So I am, uh, we get it from wearing cute shoes usually. <laughs> and it's usually in the summertime because we're wearing some cute sandals or something. And we're like, oh. So I'm removing it energetically. I'll tell you who got rid of mine was my chiropractor. Wow. She, of course, the podiatrist wants to operate on it and cut it out, which you can do, and that'll work, but you got to go through the surgery. But my chiropractor, chiropractors have these little things called activators, and it looks like this medical, metal device that they, that has a spring in it, and they, they push it, and she would put this little rubber end on that Morton's neuroma, and she would fire that thing, and it would just kind of pop on it. Over time, I got rid of it. Yeah. So do you have a chiropractor that you like to use? No, but I can find one. Yeah. Ask your friends who they've gone to for a long time and who do they really like a lot. And, uh, and, and go talk to them about the Morton's neuroma. And they'll, they will adjust your foot. And they'll make it feel better and they can help heal that. So hopefully this is one of those times, you know, how I always say that the healing will happen on the energetic level and then you may need some kind of complementary care. It's just going to help you heal faster. I've removed it. Let me look at the left foot. Is the left foot bothering you? It's starting to. Okay. I'm seeing plantar fasciitis on the left side. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so I can see that ligament is all inflamed. So let me get that baby calmed down. 
So I'm putting the anti-inflammatory energy on it, Mercedes, and then we'll see if we can get that to feel better. What what I see on those ligaments, plantar, the plantar fascia, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, hurts like a son of a gun too, doesn't it, Mercedes? It's like wicked. <laughs> And, and you get that from wearing cute shoes, too. <laughs> and it hurts when you get out of bed in the morning. You feel like a cripple. Like, oh, my God. So the thing that's going to help a lot, they tell you to ice it. Some people say freeze a water bottle and rub your foot on it, kind of roll it in the, in the, the arch of your foot, and that'll help. What I find helps a lot, too, is to stretch it with the downward dog pose in yoga. Mm-hmm. And you know that pose where you walk the dog, you're in an, in an inverted V with your hands on the ground. For those of you that don't know what Mercedes and I are talking about, you got your butt up in the air and you you move your feet up and down. It's called walking the dog because it's a downward dog. That helps a lot to stretch that out. But what I'm doing is I've put any inflammatory energy on it, Mercedes, to get that calm down, that inflammation. And uh, at the same time, I'm putting stem cell energy on it, which is reconfiguring those strands that have kind of frayed on that ligament, if that makes sense. So I hope that helps with with your feet. Okay, take care. That's it for this week, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's go watch the debate if we've taped it. And uh, I wish you all having a fabulous weekend and a wonderful week next week. So call, ask Julie Ryan next Thursday. Take care, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.